0: What's up, guys, and welcome to A. is a Podcast. A podcast where we discuss a variety of topics from comedy, movies, and even mental health. Make sure you rate our channel and tell us what you think. And also follow DJ Sabotage, DJ S A B O T A J on all socials, and C T G 10 that's C-T-G-M-A-R-1-0, on all socials and now the latest episode of A hey! is a podcast with DJ Sabotage you are now listening to a cutastic beat hell yeah I want it all I ain't really trying to play ignoring every call if it ain't about to pay. so oh, I really got a ball coach put me in the game ever since I got involved Got involved, never been yeah, What's up, everybody? This is DJ Sabotage, and welcome to A is a podcast. I'm here with my co-host, brother, fam, CTG Martin, How are you?
1: Hey, hey, hey! What is happening, bud?
0: Oh, it's it's happening, man. We you already know hashtag dad life, hashtag Oof. family life, hashtag that moon, hashtag that moon, is that moon, brother? It is that moon, but we're here. We're working through it. So yeah, I mean, so far as as almost recap just for the few episodes that we already did, man, it it has been explosive. This is um, crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. The reviews on the Reese episode alone is is amazing, and the the yay I've been getting dms about the yay episode i mean really getting involved people are like really putting in their two cents about what we
1: said on the yay yeah um, i didn't make a lot of friends with that one i'm aware <laughs> so <for> anybody listening <laughs> i want you to know like sometimes when you're in the heat of the conversation okay i want people to understand this you know your, your personal experiences sometimes come into play okay so i feel like i i won't say that i was too harsh on Kanye, but I will say that I've just gone through some other experiences that during the time when we were recording that, I was thinking about those things and just how unacceptable some of those behaviors are. But again, I have gotten some contact as well. So I hope I can kind of um, attack the problem a little bit in more of a positive manner. Because I, once I re-listened back to the episode, I, I personally, myself, wasn't a big fan of how I I don't know. It made it feel personal against Kanye. And like I said, there's, there's enough people that are going to say negative things about people. Um, And it's one thing to address negative issues. And then that's what we want to do. But I think I can do a better job myself of, you know, for instance, one of the things I didn't like, I called people trash. I I, I'm really bad about that. Like, that's just one thing I do like, and it's such a old, old school thing. When you, you know, somebody does something stupid, trash it did. We can do better. I can do better than that. So I'm hoping that as we, you know, navigate our way through issues and things and concerns. I'm hoping I can be, uh I can find a better outlet, find better ways to kind of word things. Like I said, there's enough hate in the world. So that's, that's my two cents on that episode. So for everybody that did contact me, thank you for some enlightenment. Thank you for some of the advice. Once I step back, listen to it, rethought about it. Um, And again, that's what we're here to do. We want to grow. We want to learn. No, and, and that's, that's the great thing about our
0: podcast, you know, we, this is all real, this is not doctored in any way, we're, we literally don't have a play-by-play of what we should say, should not say, it's literally, hey, we're talking about these topics, and we press record, and what comes out comes out, and it just shows that it, in this world, you just can't play with people's uh emotions and and that's what at least that's what I was trying to portray it it wasn't like I was trying to stand behind Kanye or Kim I was more saying if this is a a PR stunt is is the worst PR stunt because there's people out there who who have died in this um situation who is still scared to even pick up a phone and, and scared to feed their children because x y and z is there and monitoring everything that they're doing so um, if this is an abuse this is a serious situation that needs to be handled and, and it should not be handled in a pr stunt um so that's that's our that's our podcast we will get real things get real and we do appreciate the feedback we do appreciate the reviews because at the end of the day we're all human um like ctg martin said and um we we have views to 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 speak out on and it sometimes it's personal because we know some people i know some people who've gone through that situation mm-hmm. um and i and some of the people who have came back and said thank you like thank you for uh speaking out on it and they they realized it was triggers um that was happening when they were listening to it, but yet they were happy that we were able to come out and talk about the situations that no one's not really talking about. So I'm um, I'm glad with that.
1: And again, here's the problem with you know um, the media, the press, however you want to look at it. There, you couldn't go to Facebook, you couldn't go to Instagram, you couldn't go to, you couldn't go anywhere without hearing about the stuff between Pete Davis and Kanye and Kim. The second the Oscars happened. You haven't heard nothing about it. No, but there was a follow-up where apparently Kim and Kanye talked. Kanye said, he's like, I'm done with the social media stuff. I'm not harassing you. I'm going to go away and get help. Yes, you do you. And what kudos to him. That's all we kept saying was like, he needs to realize this behavior is not okay. I'm glad somebody, he finally got somebody around him or he self-realized his behaviors were not okay. And I really do hope that he gets the help he needs because- I know what it's like living that life where like you don't even realize you're in the wrong, right? You you are justified in your own head, and it hurts so many people around you. So I, I do hope he gets the help he needs. I hope he comes back stronger. I hope he comes back as a positive light. And you know, you know, whatever happens with Kim and Pete will happen. And good luck to them all. And like I said, it's it should be all about the kids. And I think Kanye did the absolute right thing right here, just being like, what you know, what am I doing? I need to step away from this. So. Kudos to Kanye, man. Uh, get your stuff together. Um, drop another genius album. There is genius in that, man. And yeah. so I hope we see more of it. Absolutely.
0: So uh, the next topic that came right out of the pages, uh, Foo Fighters drummer Taylor Hawkins passed away while they were overseas. They just got done uh, touring, I think it was Lollapalooza, overseas, and they found him. Uh, Friday, March 25th, in his hotel room, and we still don't know what's going on with that situation. Uh, The the investigation is still open. Um, So far as they have found, officials have found out that he had at least 10 to 12 uh, drug substances in his system, and that is including benzos, opioids, and THC,
1: which is also found in marijuana. Yeah, and— it's a huge loss. I think, uh, as an artist, I don't know if you only know Taylor Hawkins as the drummer for the Foo Fighters. Oh man, he has been involved in so many things. Even be, even you can you can look at like the last twenty years, which has roughly been the Foo Fighters. Not a lot of people know that he was the drummer for Lance Morissette, which I always loved. Like in the song "You Ought to Know," I had no idea that he was a part of that for a long, long time. I think I found out like five or six years ago. And then we go back and like rewatch the videos you see that blonde hair in the background you're like holy cow this guy's just been everywhere uh, he's done stuff with elton john he's done stuff with sting i mean uh, you name it he had his own side projects i mean as a musician like he kind of lived a life and unfortunately for a ton of musicians that get it to this stage and i really you know 50 is so young like it's so crazy to me sometimes when people pass away like a Taylor Hawkins who's 50. He looked like he was 28. And then somebody like Ozzy Osbourne, Mick Jagger, Keith Richards, like they're still alive. You just, you never know when it's your time, you know? Yeah. Um, And, and I, I, you know, a lot of people are going to say like, man, I really hope this wasn't a drug thing. And it's not like, that is a a very common problem with musicians. I mean, I want to say in like 2001, uh, I was, I read a story a few years ago where uh, Taylor Hawkins went into a coma. He, I believe was on heroin. I can't remember. I think somebody like he, he got, he thought he was taking heroin. It got mixed up with something else. He went into a coma for a couple of weeks. Uh, Dave Grohl was at his bedside. Like while it happened, when he woke up, he said that was his, his wake up call to be like, Oh shit, I need to get my stuff together. And you know, that was obviously 20 years ago, obviously, you know, and and that's the crazy thing too, is that of the things I saw listed in his system, You know, I think that benzodiapamine, I think that's anxiety medication, which I think about anybody that has to get up in front of thousands of people on a daily, daily probably are on. THC is becoming a more common thing. But yeah, I mean, when when you have a Molotov cocktail like that, sometimes it can be bad. Everybody reacts different. So being from the music industry myself, even on a very, very small scale, I can tell you those are a few of the things that are just more commonly around than water from the shows I played and stuff like that, it's, it's easier to find weed, Coke and alcohol than it is to find a Dasani. So I, I don't, I mean, I understand why it is. It's, it's, it's a fun time. It's an atmospheric thing for some people, but yeah, for other people, it can be absolutely deadly. So, um, you know, I hope he's remembered as one of the best drummers. I mean, the way he drums is amazing. Um, but yeah, man, I'm just sick of losing musicians at such an early age because of, you know, drug and alcohol, addiction issues and i i you know maybe it comes out that something else he had an underlining issue maybe we didn't know about but either way i think we lost an amazing artist and it really sucks because he was very very young
0: yeah i agree uh we lost uh, one of the greatest drummers of all time his his way is a signature sound i'm glad that he in part with uh the foo fighters got to be inducted in the hall of fame. So I'm glad he got a chance to go to that and, and experience that based on the list of medications, it could easily be prescription medication for sure. Um, you know, cause you, what you got opioids, which is the most common in, you know, a lot of the overdoses, uh, the benzo is anxiety um, and depressants. Um, so these could easily be doctor prescribed and it just could, just could have been too much or they prescribed him too much. Um, This this is a history of prescription drug abuse that was handled by doctors. I mean, we can pull it all the way back from George Clooney even said he had to get off of of some of the drugs because of the prescription that he was prescribed. You had so many celebrities who had came out and said, these are bad because X, Y, and Z. And most of the time, those X, Y, and Zs were doctors, they're over-prescribing them because they are, you know, who they are. So that could easily be the case. And then they might be the reason why they're investigating it a little bit longer instead of just closing it and saying it was an overdose because it just could be that reason. But the the Foo Fighters had canceled their entire tour and even the Grammy performance um, as well. Uh, and I think rightfully so. I think it's time for them to kind of uh, focus on their families, um, focus on, each other um before having to jump on and and say you know on with the show because at this point it's not he he cannot be replaced so no. it's like it's like yeah. leakin park you know chester cannot be replaced so right. how how can they move on when the big staple is not there yeah and and it's it's a difficult thing to do leakin park is, it ends up being a queen at this point they they just have to have someone leakin park With and here comes the
1: singer's name, like that's right, the closest you can get. Yeah, yeah, and poor Dave Grohl. I mean, how many? You know, like he looked at Taylor like a brother, the same way he did Kurt. Like, how many people? And this isn't to like not take away the seriousness and sadness of it, but I'm telling you, the next album Dave Grohl does is probably going to be amazing. Yeah, like, I it's probably gonna be the saddest shit we've ever heard. Like, how many of his brothers are he is he gonna lose? to drug or possibly you know alcohol related problems like he just has to be at a point where it's like what you know what do i have to do here like right man like to have two bands that successful and to lose a member from each one like that just has to fucking hurt you know like and i feel for him and i you know i feel for you know um taylor's family because i he seemed like a really great guy i i used to love anytime they do live shows he'd do a A queen cover and his voice was amazing like yeah and he's just genuinely seemed like a great guy i watched so many videos obviously leading up to this week again it's just one of them guys you don't find anybody it's like oh he was a dick sometimes like you it's just not there i I haven't found one negative review and like again that happens a lot you know when people pass away all of a sudden they just remember the good stuff for you but when you can find videos that are 20 years old and like people are talking positive about him like that just lets you know the kind of man that he was so you know again extremely shitty loss um and yeah the food fighters were i think a very genre defining kind of man they 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 took grunge ish and kind of made it into a popular thing like the music was amazing and especially you know taylor's addition like that's the thing that i want people to understand too he wasn't just a drummer he wasn't just back there hitting sticks he helped write he helped do uh, some of the uh, guitar work the bass work like he was an all-around musician he was just an artist he wasn't just the drummer i hate i hate when people get famous for something and people think that's all they're you know they can do right pe- people always know prince is a great you know singer and frontman. uh watch his halftime show the man played every instrument on stage like an expert like he was an artist like so yeah a ton of musicians out there uh i saw um well, I always mess up his name because I always want to call him Will Farrell from Red Hot Chili Peppers. But I was Chad, <laughs> Chad, Chad, Chad Smith. Smith. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Chad, Chad Smith had a really, uh, really cool video um, he did for him, and
0: and uh, the the Red Hot Chili Peppers performed in two, both of the Jimmy's late night shows, Jimmy Fallon and Jimmy Kimball. Um, and they had Taylor written on the drum cover
1: yeah he he was appreciated by artists from multiple generations he did stuff with joe walsh he did stuff with leanne rhymes like he was on Slash's album uh he did stuff with ozzy he did things with queen and paul rogers like he did stuff with dave navarro from jane's addiction like the list goes on and on and on and on. like it blew my mind when i started doing You know looking back on some of the stuff on him because i I always knew who he was i mean i've known him for you know who he's been as the drummer of the food fighters for 20 years probably like most people but when you really start looking into his past and that's again another great thing about having this podcast my mind every single week gets opened up to something brand new i had no idea about and i'm a huge fan for it uh just like our last guest reese um well, I can't say that. That's true. I got to remember our release times versus our, our record times. We're good. But this is after. Yeah. This is after. Yeah, this is after. But <laughs> I forgot we also had in next week's episode, which hopefully you just cut all this out. I'm just rambling now. Yeah, but I forgot Forgot Wes. Wes was coming. Uh, so I hope everybody, you know, well, by the time you hear this one, they'll already be talking about how great of a job Wes did. Yeah. But no, we just, we keep having these great artists come on and we keep, you know, finding really cool topics to talk about and I love this. Like, had I known that I enjoyed this kind of thing, I, I probably wanted to, would have went into like journalism if I was younger. And, you know, a lot of the people that have commented uh, and stuff that knew me back in the day, they're like, I'm, they're surprised it took me this long to get on a podcast or have something to say because I love talking. Like <laughs> anybody that knows me knows I usually don't shut up. So it's, it's so cool. Every time we come up, you know, like I, like I said, I knew who Hawkins was appreciating mainly the food fighters, but man, looking at like his, even his solo career stuff was cool. So, and I listen all of it. That's, that's what I do. I, when I, when we have a topic, I spend however long it is leading up to that topic, topic, just diving into it. And this one was a really cool dive. It was sad, but it was a really cool dive. So um, like I said, the Lance Morissette thing completely, I, I I thought it was a lie. I was like, okay, they just happen to be a blonde-haired drummer that they're saying is him. But no, it's it's blatantly him. I watched him on David Letterman, and you can see that the face, that big smile he had. Like, he was an awesome, awesome artist, and he will be, you know, greatly missed. And I hope that Dave and the rest of the Foo Fighters and everyone else that worked with him and collabed with him, you know, I hope um, that they can um, find peace, and I hope that you know they keep going. I'd I'd hate to think that the Foo Fighters are done. Like what, it, what an awesome band that, you know, like our generation gets to claim like that. That was our generation. You know, that was one of the premier rock groups that have a little bit like transcended time. I mean, um, 20 years, it doesn't seem like they just came out a few years ago. Like I, it just doesn't seem that long to me. And I guess as we're just getting older, that's how time works, man. You blink your eyes and it's 10 years later, but yeah, I, I, I wish the best for them, you know?
0: Absolutely. And and to add on to the podcast, I I enjoy every bit of it. I, I'm enjoying the fact that people are listening to our voices and not get annoyed.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's it's coming. It but, is coming.
0: Um, but no, it's it's been like for me, it's been 18, 20 years in the making, um for this podcast. Yeah. I it I remember having conversations similar to what we're doing um at the old location of of buffalo wild wings and i almost wanted to bring my camera and my tripod and sit it in front (laughs) of the table and just have a conversation because that's how cool i was with everybody in there (laughs) for sure for sure um but the logos and stuff was around. So obviously I couldn't do that because <laughs> there's a Buffalo right beside us. Uh, but <laughs> that was how far back I, I wanted to to start this thing. And I'm glad that I took the courage and said, you know what, FN, let's do it. Um, because we have, we were able to have these conversations and people are actually chiming in and, and continuing that conversation. So this is cool. This is very cool. fun.
1: Yeah. Everyone listening. Thank you guys so yeah. much. Like, thank you. I love the positive. I, I, can honestly say like short of the kanye episode i it, even that wasn't negative it was just more like mm, you know it's not good to call people trash and i'm like you know what you're right you're right behaviors you know actions are one thing to talk about but calling somebody like a trash person is not something i want to do or be known for i want i want my my kids to do better so i have to do better so like i said for everyone that's listened commented reached out thank you guys um for the people that have shared uh you know, we just uh, yeah, we, we had a friend of the show we'll call um, just recently uh, reshare our episode with Reese, which was really, really cool um, Awesome on, on Facebook. Yeah. Um, and it was just so cool um, to see them, you know, use their platform to talk about us. So for everyone that's liking and sharing and listening and like, seriously, we uh, we love you guys. So Thank you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So before I jump into the slap that was heard around the world. I have to add on, um, Reese loved this whole situation, by the way. Uh, she enjoyed every bit of it. Also, <clears throat> to add on, 20 years ago, and I didn't think about this until I actually published the episode and posted. I didn't think about it. Excuse me. I contacted a guy that 20 years ago I met at the mall at a sunglass kiosk in front of Spencer's. And I just left the movie theater and I went straight to the mall because I knew the girl that was working there at the sunglass place. And he was standing there. He was a tall guy, dark hair. He had black leather jacket on or whatever. But he knew her. So we introduced, hi, how are you doing? Whatever. And so when we got into talking about music, I brought up, hey, I just listened to this track called They Say Vision by reese and he said wow you know reese i'm like yeah so we had this two-hour conversation about this album 20 years ago and when i posted it i realized oh crap i need to contact him and let him know what was going on so i let him know i said oh my god you have no idea what just happened (laughs) we did this podcast with, with reese and he said Holy shit, you serious? I'm like, no, really, I'm serious. Like, and then he forgot. He's like, how did you know that I love Reese? And I was like, yo, the 20 years ago, mall, your jacket. And he's like, oh my God, you have crazy memory. I was like, I know my sister hates it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh. But my sister doesn't hate it. She she thinks it's freakishly weird that I remember in such detail. Um, but anyway, shout out to Albert. I think he would love to hear his name in this conversation. Shout out to Albert. I actually sent Reese the uh, screenshot of us conversating of that part at least and she loved it and she was amazed by how so many people were actually having conversations about her and she just didn't know like her music longevity was, was around. So shout out to Albert and Reese you still awesome it's just
1: amazing well I so, gotta say I'm I'm super proud of that episode um I, I am too. I, I, I like every episode that we've done so far yeah. but um man just I don't know sometimes you you get on a vibe you know and that was a good one like that I could I feel like I could talk to her all day every day you know what I'm saying like man. she was just so easy to talk to as a person and the stories were insane like Like I said, I was just, you know, Nas here and Pharrell there. Like, okay, okay, (laughs) okay. I think I know the guy that plays our local Santa in the mall. I I understand what you're saying. Like, it just yeah, it was just, it was a great episode. It was great. So cool talking to her. And so, again, Reese, thank you so much. Thank you again. And thank you, Uh, Wes
0: Woods, man. I I want to see this
1: truck on YouTube, bro. Dude. <laughs> that man i'm telling you what that's i'm gonna start calling him lima ryan reynolds that that is our guy we gotta <laughs> double down and keep him safe we gotta i don't know i don't know i bubble i love rap Wes Woods. we gotta both rap him we gotta keep oh, him man. safe <laughs> you see and you're missing now because you're I, here's I'm, I'm gonna roll reverse i we need to invite you to the barbecue yeah, you have not had west's food man oh my god this man Oh, you, I'm telling you, you are missing out. It is, uh, fire. Just every time he cooks, and it, you, you know, and I'm really, again, the episode was super fun. I'm glad we got to sit down and talk with him. And again, I know Wes personally, and like I could tell, like in the beginning, he was a little nervous, which is yeah. so crazy to me because it's like, it's, you know, just me and you, but I could tell he's a little nervous. And he finally started opening up there. And like, that's, again, the coolest part about this podcast. I, I, yeah. I heard the same thing in Reese's voice. She didn't know, know us from Adam, you know, and her answers up front were very, this is how i should answer this and then i love the fact that people are finding a comfortable space to speak and be themselves and that is what the podcast is all about it's so cool i love what we're doing man man
0: it's it's bringing the goodness out of people um and i'm loving every bit of it so our next topic which everyone knows but it's the slap that was
1: heard around the world what does a five finger say to the face smack I've been working on that all week. Get my slap ready. Oh man. Oh so Ugh.
0: so the elephant in the room. Everyone already knows, but here in A, we we like to take the story, trying to get it all the information as possible, up to date as of today, and give it to you. If there's any updates, we, we tend to fill it in in episodes later on, but. It was the Oscars and everyone was performing. Everyone was getting their their Oscar winning on. Uh, You know, Questlove got his first ever Oscar. Mm -hmm. Beyonce, you know, looked like a a scent of lemonade. Uh, (laughs) And here comes Chris Rock. Chris Rock was on stage and as any comedian goes, he likes to poke fun at all the nominees and the people around him. Chris Rock made a terrible gi jane joke about jada pinkett's hair and in 2018 jada pinkett revealed that she had alopecia which is you know a, a, a hair disease you know you got splotches that won't grow you might be losing some stuff like it's it's a medical condition so she wasn't pleased and will stepped into her aid, and I mean stepped in, meaning stepped into the stage, walked up to Chris Rock, and slapped him in the face. Slap! Oof. like his suit, and sat down and said the words, keep my wife's name out your
1: fucking mouth! <laughs> yeah! Keep your, my wife's uh, name out your fucking mouth! Tell me you didn't think that was scripted at first. At first, like, when it first all happened, I watched it, it live. Right? And to finish it off, Chris Rock
0: finished his monologue, finished the rest that he had,
1: and went back to work. Now, Chris, now Chris, what you say? Like, did oh, man, there's so much to unpack on this one. So when you first saw it, okay, so I was, the, the wife was watching it. I was in the other room watching something else and she's like you have to watch this okay and she didn't even make it to the part where he yelled you know keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth she made it the part with the hit and the walk away and she paused it she said when she saw Chris Rock's face and realized it was real so when I'm watching it I was like okay and I watched the whole thing and the first time he's like keep my wife's name out your mouth I'm like okay this is staged And then he's like over a GI change. And then he said it again. The second time he said it, I was like, oh shit, this is not staged. And I thought that it was like, you know, because I follow Will Smith on a lot of things. Like he likes big grand gestures. And I thought that this was a stage thing to kind of be like, okay, over the last year, all anybody's talked about is, you know, the red table talk and like him becoming a meme. This was his way to like on a stage level be a man and make a joke. And then when I realized it wasn't, I was like, Oh shit. Like the, the oh, man it, again, we're going to get into so many things on this. And on my
0: end, uh, I just got done watching the new series. Halo uh, on Paramount plus just got done. And I clicked it back to the Oscars, grab my phone and automatically I'm seeing videos. Of the situation so i watched it and, and again it was censored so where did i go i went to twitter exactly. and got the unedited version <laughs> same, same. <laughs> so when he slapped him i was like okay that's very abrupt and when he said those words i saw on his neck it was stiff it was like it was leather it was it was hard the skin was rough. That means what I'm trying to say to people out there who don't understand Tatrinary. Okay, <laughs> uh, that means he was really pissed. <laughs> he was. That, he was, was really a, pissed.
1: Very and, genuine.
0: And uh, and Lapita, all to the side, gave everyone showed. <laughs> showed exactly what everyone was feeling, like, uh wait a minute, this is not staged. and then he said it again, and that means, oh, snap for those who who went to went to public school no, when 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 they said it the second time, that yep. means things about to go down yep. uh, and you know Chris Rock just said it was just a G.I. chain joke and he won't say it again. And he moved on. now afterwards, will wins. The award, he wins Ugh. the best actor award for King Richards. So after that, everyone's speculating if it was real or not. And we realize it was because the LAPD was ready to go. Um, half of the Academy members wanted him out. The other half didn't want Will out. Uh, Chris Rock didn't want to file any lawsuits or any assaults uh just kind of wanted to to move on um obviously it wouldn't move on because it's the slap that was heard around the world it's never oscar day anymore it's will
1: dependence day <laughs> well, yeah oh my god how long have you been it's working will on dependence that one day how long you've been working on that one on day second like it was the
0: <laughs> second was like oh he slapped him wait it's will dependence day literally the next morning i was like happy will dependence day people we won't slap today
1: yeah medical condition (laughs) bam (laughs) yeah it's Jesus. this entire situation okay i've been thinking about how i wanted to talk about this all week okay
0: there's levels to it
1: there there is so i'm gonna start with this and I want people to realize I will explain it, okay. In some ways, you know, okay. So we break this down to Chris Rock, Jada, Will. Okay. In some ways, every single person was right for what they did. Okay. And again, hear me out. Keep the wolves back. <laughs> like, just, <laughs> just, just just hear me out. Okay. So it starts with Chris Rock, right? Making the joke. Okay, that's his job. He's a comedian. He he makes fun of people. He makes jabs. He gets you know that's what he does. And when you're a celebrity at a, an event, you know that that that's part of it. There there are gonna be jabs. Okay. Jada has every right to be upset about a joke being made about her. Okay. The only thing I will not agree. Well, okay, Will. Okay, let me just on the on the on the the grand scheme of where I think everyone was right. Will had every right. To defend his wife and be upset for her sometimes there's not enough of that in the world right now um i wish more people had that ride or die that like you know yeah what what he did was absolutely unacceptable physically attacking somebody else for something they said i don't always believe in like i i remember a few years ago like there was a uh uh a guy i can't remember his name He's like a neo-Nazi and he's out spouting a bunch of bullshit. And somebody came up and like sucker punched him. And like, I don't agree with that either. Like if you want to whoop somebody's ass, be fair about it. Look him in the face. Say, we're going to fight. Fight it out. Don't, don't hit somebody unexpectedly. That's it's cowardice shit. And that's, to me, what Will did. I mean, y- y- you've seen it. He made the joke. Will Smith even laughed at first. And then he got that side eye from Jada. Now he's got to go defend something. So, and then to walk up, like, that's the thing is like, he just thought it was one of them Oscar moments. Like, oh, he's coming to get me. You're going to put me in a headlock and give me a noogie for making fun of his wife's bald head. Which she had previously said, like, I don't care what people say about this bald head. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to rock it. And then the first right. public first public comments somebody, somebody makes about it. She looks just disgusted. How dared they? And then of course, you know, Will did what he did. And... <sighs> to me it was kind of a bitch move like you know as a comedian you're used to making jokes you know somebody come up might grab you act like to be but to actually like full open hand bitch slap him like completely unacceptable because again and we talked about this with kanye extremely rich people don't understand their influence or their impact sometimes right Look at all the comedians that are coming out right now. And they're saying, if you come on my stage right now, because of something I say offends you, I'll tase your ass. You want to get pepper sprayed? Like, and it shouldn't be that. Right. I shouldn't physically attack someone for something. That, now, are there things that can be said that cause you to be physically attacked? For sure. I can think of a few key choice words that if I put together in front of the wrong audience, I'm going to get my ass whooped. So I can't say like, you know, if somebody says words, there shouldn't be a physical aspect to it. Every fight I've been into was led into by words. So I'm not going to be a hypocrite and say somebody hasn't said something I punched him in the face for. But the way I think that Will handled it and the way this whole situation, I think, was wrong. I think it's great he wants to defend his wife. There should be more of that. There should be more people that want to defend their people, their families, you know, whatever. Do it. He could have done anything else and not have been cool with it. Imagine if he wouldn't have got up, slapped Chris Rock, and we just get to the point where he makes the joke. He realizes it upset his wife. Cut to him being like, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Chris Rock would have been like, really, dude? Like, really? And he, he repeats it. Keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Like you said, we all went to school. When somebody starts repeating themselves, that's because the brain has now shut down brain brain is not trying to have a conversation the brain is saying this is the thing yeah this is the thing and again your brain will only that that's like a a warning for if if nobody's ever been in a fight i promise you right now before you get punched or slapped in the face the guy or the girl that's doing it they're gonna say the same thing about five six times and then all of a sudden you're gonna get hit that's the warning system yeah when you tell somebody get the fuck out of my face they keep jabbing they keep jabbing get the fuck out of my face that is a warning sign Yep, don't, let it, count- don't let, let it get to three. Don't let it get to three. That is a motherfucking countdown. <laughs> and so, but to say nothing, to laugh at the joke that you were so upset about, and then to get up and physically assault a guy that, and again, i we've all seen the memes, we've all seen the jokes and the posters. If Dwayne the Rock Johnson makes that joke, is Will Smith as offended? Is Will Smith walking up the stage to slap him in the face? I don't Yes, he would. That. I don't I think that. he will. You know, and I've heard that argument. I've, I've heard some people talk about it and I, I don't know. I, I would say no. Um, but at the same time, for me to even consider the fact that Will Smith would do this to Chris Rock, somebody he's known for a long time and you know, they've done stuff together. They've known each other. There obviously has to be some kind of unhinged. Yes. There's something not right there, which when, Again, when we when we're doing these episodes, we obviously do a ton of a ton of work. So where I say that everybody is right for what they did, what I mean to say is it's completely acceptable as a woman to not be happy that somebody has a comment about your looks. That feeling is justified. It's completely acceptable as a comedian at an award show where somebody sit in front row, you get jabs thrown at you. That is your job. It's completely acceptable to be upset that somebody said something to your wife and for you to defend her not not be chivalry defend her honor but that's your people that's your family you don't let people do and say bad things to them okay the, all those things are justified now so come, you know so go ahead yeah your your side i, I got oh no you're good to, no you're, the, fine, more, you're fine you're fine yeah you you tell I, me what you think
0: i i feel like there's levels to it um i feel like <laughs> there there is some form of history between chris and will uh Chris had mentioned Jada at the Oscars before. It was the year that people were calling it uh, whitewashing Oscars. And a lot of people were boycotting. But Chris Rock uh, hosted that year. And he made some comments about Jada. um, Pretty much saying, paraphrasing, uh, why are you arguing? Why are you negative about something like this where you're not invited? Right, so this was what 2018 something weird like that. But he literally just said, "You weren't invited in the first place. So why why are you having
1: uh, a voice about it?" So now, he said something like, "Me having an opinion on women's panties. I wasn't invited, just like you." Like, yeah, I remember exactly that, yeah. that. So now
0: he's saying, uh, "Jada, you know, I can't wait to see you in G.I. Jane too." Right now, as a comedian. The jesters, right? They they're oh, yeah. they're the guys who what a, what who come a mild in joke, you know. And and just like pop jokes at everybody. Ha ha ha, I'm a comedian, it's funny. Even Kevin Hart will talk about it, right? So, but how I feel that there's something behind them, there's a history because of how he said it, right? If you look at the the 2018, pretty much telling her that you are not worthy enough to even be invited to the Oscars. And then you hear, you're here now, and you're not worthy to be nominated. That's what he's saying to her. He still belittled her in a way of saying, oh, G.I. Jane 2. Now we know what happened with G.I. Jane 1. It wasn't successful. It got poorly reviewed. And that was one of uh, Demi Moore's worst films ever. So you calling someone not only about their hairstyle, you're also calling about their talent. So that, that was the digs. And I realized that no one really picked up on it, but those were the digs. So for her to have that eyebrow, like whatever, brother, you know, that kind of situation. Cause she knew, she understood that she knew what he, what he meant. And for her to be like, boy, bye. Was that kind of a, the reaction? Will, I agree. I, I believe that, you know, as a husband, as a boyfriend, whatever you, you do that. And I feel the same way with women, y'all women, uh, uh, <laughs> defend your mans too you know because sometimes you got, you got someone like Marco, Michael Clark Duncan coming up to you be like rah, rah, rah. you better be coming right. up and be like yeah. anyway so anyway <laughs> that's, a, that's a whole different topic but right. anyway was it wrong for him to come up and slap him in the face no and here's why Oh, here's
1: why you're on a real lonely island with this one my friend
0: there is a time and place for everything I agree. So, you know, this is your role to success. You know, if you get this Oscar, you are the guy at this point. You are already the guy since Fresh Prince in Independence Day and Men in Black. Now you are the guy. Now you, you're you Tom Cruise Cruise. You're above him now. Mm-hmm. If you got this. So if I was Will and I'm feeling some type of way, like, okay, my wife ain't feeling it and I know we got history. And so I know that was a dick. Okay, I'm I'm chilling back. That's cool. Ha ha. Have your fun. Wait till we meet you in the backstage and like look, look, brother. Uh, exactly. keep your name, keep my wife's name out your fucking mouth. Yeah. Bow. There's your slap. There's your slap. Yep. A lot of people now now team Z can say, well, Will Smith won the Oscars, but there was rumored that he slapped Chris Rock in the face due to the comment that he made on stage. Okay. And that's what I there's thought. There's a time and okay.
1: a place. I was going to say, I misunderstood you. when I said you were on a lonely island. I thought you were like, when you said, <laughs> should he have done this? That? You were like, yes. I was like, wait a minute. Hold up. I don't think anybody has come out and been like, no, no, no. will Smith should have Smacked his ass twice. Like, whoa. <laughs> no, okay, because there's a time and a place. Yeah. There's a time and a place, place for that. For sure. for and that sure. will,
0: that will save his credibility. Right. Yeah. And then still serve what he needed to serve. Now uh, in my other side of defense, um, Jada, I call her Jada because whatever situation comes on with Jada is Jada Now, in taj-trenary, that's Todtrenary, <laughs> like a dictionary. In that means someone just doing too much. Someone is just always in, in problems, always, she's the girl that you know in high school that always causes drama, And we, there's always a nickname for that drama. So I just added an S to it. Jadises. (laughs) (laughs) So we already know Jadis is already saying more stuff than she need. And all due respect, you know, be as free as you want. Say what you need to say, and that's fine. You know what I mean? So when she mentioned the uh, entanglement, and that started all kinds of stuff right yeah and then here Love comes will he had the, he had the pink eyes and 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 he tried to tell everybody that he was exhausted he wasn't crying but he was exhausted you can look at sure. pursuit of happiness it's the same eyes will yep. <laughs> it's the yep. same crap we, we know that we felt it through the screen we that felt was for hard. you
1: hard that was hard to right? watch because you watch the masculinity just get fucking sucked out of a guy like
0: off of a guy that built his foundation off of what you just said of what you just said he even said it like he he sees his relationship in a whole different light he sees his family differently when he builds them up it had a certain surface he builds the surface the way he sees fit and then here she goes and then things get exposed and that's breaking down that wall so now he's trying to figure out how this so he writes that book he puts the book out you know here's everything that you guys need to know and on the other end Jadis still says she's not happy with her love life she's not happy with her her relationship and when she was with will she cries and all this you know you're talking about oprah if Stedman yeah. came out and said all the things that Jadis has said about Oprah, we will look at Oprah a whole different light.
1: For sure. For sure.
0: So now here comes Chris Rock. At the moment that he can claim his fame again. And he talks about his wife in front of everybody. What does Will have to do? So I feel like there's a history behind that. uh, The the entanglements that Jada's words about Will was all negative. Um, And Will has slapped someone before.
1: Yeah, there was a reporter uh, that uh, sprayed him with water at, I don't remember, it was like MTV Awards or something. Uh, He did one of those, you know, flower on the lapel things. He, he said something really quiet to us, like, and then Will leaned in to hear him, like, spray him with water. Instant reaction. Pow. Smack. Yeah. But again, this goes back to, like, what we were talking about during the Kanye episode. It's like, rich people do not care about the, the ramifications of their actions. Right. The real world shit, and this is a perfect example, like, it doesn't affect them. If I go out to a bar right now, okay? Right now, if I leave this house, go to a bar, and... I don't like the way some guys talking to the bartender or you know the bar whoever somebody there and i literally walk up and just smack his ass in the face and i just walk away and the cops come you know somebody calls the cops and they they ask that guy hey do you want to press charges he's like nah i don't care i'm still going to jail for disorderly conduct or for something right i'm still going to jail rich people get a pass and that's what i said like yeah I mean, this 100%. Like, I, I understand rich people are the, the thing that we are going to talk about. We're going to talk about celebrities and things. That's the hot tech, the hot thing to talk about. If me and you sat here and talked about, you know, the old bouncers from the bar we worked at, nobody'd give a shit. We're going to talk about celebrities. But I'm telling you, I dislike these people. I, they, they seem so disingenuine. and they seem so removed from reality. And this is the perfect example. Yeah. Like, how can you have somebody at Will Smith? Okay. Will Smith to me is somebody that like transcends certain things. Okay. Like his success and the things that he's had are right up on par with like, you know, Denzel Washington, Al Pacino, um, Robert De Niro. Like there are certain actors that are just timeless. And we've been fortunate enough to have Will Smith in our lives since we were children with right. friends and to see him transcend to like men in black, um independence day uh pursuit of happiness uh protocol i mean i just watched gemini man the other day it was a terrible movie i didn't give a shit because will smith is on it like i love will smith he has made himself america's sweetheart like america's everybody so to do something like this just fucks up his legacy and it sucks it fucking sucks because yeah. why yeah. because it is and again Jada's getting a lot of heat because they're saying that she's manipulative and she's controlling and all this shit. And you can see it. You can fuck dude. When and, I look, when I look at her, do you remember that girl that used to come up to the bar and like to fight dudes? Oh, she's huh. got that same look that Jada Pinkett Smith has right now. And let me tell you how much this pisses me off. One of my first crushes ever in life was Amy Jo Johnson. Yes. Anybody doesn't know who Amy Jo Johnson is. Pink Ranger, Power Rangers, right there okay number two was Topanga Boy Meets World that's right and then when I got a little bit older I realized that I had some different preferences for most people around me because I watched a little movie called Set It Off and there was a young actress named Jada Pinga Smith in that that at the time even at a very young age at the end of uh, spoilers if you haven't watched a 25 year old movie shaves her <laughs> head okay And I realized that that was the first time I'd ever seen a woman with a shaved head that I still went, I don't even care that woman's eyes. Oh my God. Like Jada Pinkett Smith for me was probably maybe Aaliyah. I don't know. It's a hard trade-off. That was the first time in my life. I realized that girls that don't look like me, I still find very, very attractive. (laughs) And, And then some people don't, right? Like some people just aren't into, I don't want to say I don't know how to word this without sounding fucking stupid but you know there's some people that if you're Asian you only like Asian women if you're black you only like black women like it's not as big a deal nowadays but like even when I was growing up it was if I felt a certain way I was like oh man is this okay you know I was very young I was very dumb I didn't know any different all I know is I watched this movie and I saw a beautiful fucking woman which if you haven't seen set it off it's an amazing movie amazing fucking amazing movie the soundtrack's fucking stellar everything dr dre's in it queen latifah gay fox like countless dr cox from scrubs is in it it's good like go watch it but i have been in love with jada pinkett smith since i was probably i had to be like 10 12 years old when i first saw that like and i loved her in gotham i thought she was awesome as fish mooney in gotham when that was her most you know some of the most recent stuff i've seen her in but to see her now like The way, and I've watched some of the Red Table Talk stuff, like, she's very manipulative. It's, and it's weird. She does have this, she definitely has, like, Queen Bee energy, right? And it's, it's intoxicating. When she talks to you, the way she talks to you, like, it ropes you in. And when I watched the whole stuff with the entanglement stuff, you could see, like, Will Smith is... I don't I'm not a conspiracy theory guy and I refuse to adhere to a lot of the bullshit they come with. But if you watch him, it's almost like she was coaching him through his reaction. Did you notice that?
0: I did notice that. Yeah, I I did notice that. I know he was like
1: nodding his head, like agreeing with her as she was explaining how he should feel about her emotions. Like you know how that felt for me?
0: It was um you know and not to not to add into my own personal stuff but what it what it reminded me of is a murderer staring at the victim's parents
1: and said exactly what went down i was going to say when you said a murderer i was like it's almost like the murderer was talking to a witness and being like talk this is straight how, to the parents of the victim, it went, right yeah. and with no care in the
0: world said this is how i did it mm-hmm. and this is how you should react to it and mm-hmm. that's that's how i felt with it and, and what does that do to a man like just... what does it what does it do to a person like yeah like even, even, even a when man. a guy yeah, a like even when a guy that cheats on 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 his uh partner you know and and get caught And then there's no emotion on their face. And then all of a sudden, here comes a timeline that this man is is spilling out and saying this, this, and this. How does that feel to a woman that spent so many years of their lives with them, trusted them, did nothing but be loyal to them? And here comes this dude giving you a timeline of, of the things that you bypassed because you had loyalty yeah and now yeah. switch it over to the woman to the man that's even worse because now you're you're because we've grown up to believe that man is only strong you can't break him down he ain't supposed to show no emotion so the guy is the one that does the cheating the, the guy is the one that does to provide it the guy so here comes this man who built from foundation up gets torn down by the one person that destroyed his trust. Yeah. And now he slaps a comedian in the face, and his whole career is on pause. Netflix, yep. um, I just read, Netflix is putting fast and loose the upcoming action film on pause. Yep. yep. And Will Smith has resigned. As an academy member, he can still have the Oscar, but he has resigned as the member.
1: Which I saw that. And again, this is where I go back to like rich people are the problem is that was that. Okay, think about this. That made headlines. Will Smith resigns from the. Guess what? That means he doesn't have a vote. He can still be nominated. He can still be invited. He can still win. Like there are no real world consequences. Okay, so then everybody's like, oh, Will yeah. Smith's career is over. It could have fucking ended 10 years ago and he'd have been set for the next three lifetimes. Right. It's he's good. No, he's he can good. Do whatever he wants. Like, he's good because
0: he's good because he's the Tom Cruise of the industry. Right? Let yeah. it be let it be, you know, a Kevin Hart, let it be, you know, a Dave Chappelle, let it be someone of that that kind of a nature where it walks up. And slaps the host and the presenter in the face. They're canceled immediately. Yeah. Immediately, everything's stripped. They they, they will millie vanille his Oscar. Yep, and never speak of him again. No, okay, even, but he even... is the top tier. He's the guy that made Independence Day, right? Yeah. So you can't just get rid of him because he is he's the quarterback. You you know you're not going to see Tom Brady in the middle of the Super Bowl pushed the referee down, pulls his pants down, and took a shit on the referee's face. Could you imagine? And went up That's to the reporter and said, I shit in on his face. Yep. <laughs>
1: now, <won>. I wouldn't. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. I was thinking about a hypothetical, and I just want to get your, your hot take on this. You no, know,
0: go for it. Go for it. No, I'm saying that if, if Tom Brady did that and still
1: won the Super Bowl, they're just going to tell him, you're done for the season. Yeah. Yeah, you're still the goat. We'll see you next year. Let's see how long before this dies down a little bit. But but
0: Colin, Colin,
1: Colin we don't need your knees. We don't need your knees.
0: Right. You know, that kind of a thing. But go ahead, Chris.
1: Okay. And so I've thought about this from so many multiple angles, and I kept, like, plug person in here, plug person in there. plug. Okay. So I'm sure you watched the Oscars with Ricky Gervais. Okay. Thank you. What would have happened... If Okay, and I don't know if you've seen what Ricky Gervais recently posted, but what would have happened if Ricky Gervais had said that? Okay, now, and again, this is two two things I want to talk about. Is For one, insert, you know, maybe somebody that doesn't have a history with the Smiths, because maybe there's more to the story than we know yet, as of right now. Like you said, he seems to like to mention Jada for whatever reason. But two what happens if one of these three people is white hispanic asian what if this becomes tell me this doesn't become a race conversation if it's not three black people involved in this right what if uh it was you know i think jake gyllenhaal was like close to will smith what if jake gyllenhaal got up and slapped chris rock how many different stories are we seeing on the news of that vice versa What if Ricky Gervais is the one that makes the joke? Will Smith goes up and slaps him. And what are the things that the media is saying about like this? It just, this is true. it, It cracks me up because I've seen it enough times now between police videos, people in discussions, the second two different races are involved in a conflict. It's only about the race, right? And people are trying so hard even now to make it a man versus woman sex fight right like how dare chris rock say that he did that documentary on black girl's hair he ought to know about this and alopecia and everything like okay yes alopecia sucks it's a shitty thing his joke was extremely mild what would will smith have? would, would will smith have brought a 12 gauge to ricky gervais Oscar? Right. like how right. offended can you be and your reaction and it, you know he's come out with the apologies right and i don't I don't believe him. I think he's a really good publicist. Um, and then, like, I don't know, you just you got you got Jaden Smith on Twitter. Like, this is what we do. I'm like, sit your 93 pound ass down. You don't slap nobody. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> well, um, to <laughs> add Ricky bigger than Jaden <laughs>
0: <laughs> Ricky Gervais said that he would not joke about her hair, but he would joke about the boyfriend. Yeah, he so, would joke about her boyfriend. <laughs> but and this is where it gets weird because well to say the least the media loves to uh turn things around and stir loves the pot it, loves more it. but if you notice they they're they're still talking about will because it is the topic of the day but how they're talking about will is very uh boy scoutish Yeah, and 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 like like shouldn't like the jock of the high school did something completely wrong but we can't call him a monster because he's the jock of our high school so that's kind of a thought because if it was anybody else the monster ran up and forced his hand on pawn chris rock's face and oh, blood yeah. will splatter tmz like you know that kind of thing would happen but no they're yep. like um something crazy happened will smith smacked chris rock in the face and
1: we don't know how we feel so we gonna blame jada like <laughs> isn't the isn't the weird like tier system too like because when i look like again when i think of will smith i think of like one of the best actors in the entire world he has stepped into that super stardom and yeah when I think of Chris Rock, I love Chris Rock. I think amongst comedians, he again is top tier for all of the work that he's done. But you will always look at comedians, like you said, jesters, right? Will Smith is the prince, the king, the you know, the royalty, jesters, even the best jester is still a jester, right? And I cannot remember which comedian said that you could be the who was that. They even said the best comedian in the room is still the trashiest person in a banquet hall or something like that, along those lines. And so, yeah, like, man, like, I just, I keep trying to, like, plug and play different people because certain actors sometimes go up and like to take the little jokes and jabs, right? Yeah. So it's, what, you know, what happens if, like, I, I don't know. It just, it's so crazy to me that this be, all happened because, well, like, I don't get it. You well, know, the thing is, and and that's where I
0: feel like this stems something further than any, anybody in that room knew,
1: right? Oh, the, the Smith house, um, there are some problems.
0: There, there's a history be- between that. There's, there's a history yeah. between Jada, Will, and Chris. It has mm. to be. Because will anyone else come up and, and say those things? And Will will respond? I think he will. I personally think he will. Because I think there's something may, uh, that goes on with him that no one really knows either. Um, that, that probably would have been the
1: straw. That broke. Well, um, maybe didn't. Um, <clears throat> who was it? Was it Re- uh, not Regina Davis? Was it Regina Davis that was making the joke? She was calling up all the single men. Again, this was after, or was it before? Or after I can't remember. If it was before or after. But Regina Hall, Regina Hall, yes, not Regina Davis. Um, she was calling up people, and then she's like, "Oh hell, will you come up here? We saw Jada made it okay." But blah, blah. they laughed. Yeah. That's, like, that's why i said, i think there's something behind yeah there's this nothing to about
0: that like i think there's history i think there's real there's real history and again to to talk about the meeting and talk about how people kind of um, make this weird and then say well, if it was a race thing with this thing it, even the black culture you know they call it black twitter they're out there talking about well it's it's a black man taking down another black man and i have offense to it i it happened yes should it be consequences yes obviously yeah. um and and it's done he resigned but as far as a black man taking the black man down all this stuff, no one complained about the source awards and they've been fighting and shooting for those three years nah, that ain't no bullshit no one talked about that suge knight was all up in the source talking about all the videos mm-hmm. and and people booed andre and talking about stuff has something to say, and it, South has no, one to say. <laughs> no one talked about that. No one talked about that, and the true. Black Twitter never, never stood behind any of that. But they're gonna have, they're gonna stand behind the Oscars, where the Oscars didn't really care about the people of color.
1: <laughs> I, I mean, it's I, just I, I, I do remember the boycott year, and they were absolutely right. Yeah, the Oscars have always sucked for that because, again, like. I will always refer like, you know, I don't know every cultural movie in the world. I think I've tried to do a fairly good job of diversifying uh, myself. Um, but like a movie like Soul Food, right? To me, that will always be a classic. And I looked at it like it's got horror reviews on like Rotten Tomatoes. And it was never nominated for shit. But the soundtrack was amazing. The story was amazing. The acting oh, yeah. was amazing. Everything about that movie was amazing. Yeah. And the fact that it got shit for nothing, like, I mean, and again, especially when it comes to like black history in America, it's such a touchy subject that, yeah, you know, when me and you talked about doing this podcast, I told you, it was like, I'm worried about some things as just a white person talking about these things, but I've tried my ass off to understand and realize that like, it should have been insulting that like one of the first larger black movies that got huge notoriety was save the last dance. I could see that as insulting. If I was an African-American in America, yeah. because there were other great all black movies since the seventies. And for that to be the one we're like, Oh, okay. I love the movie. Oh, I think that should get more notice because I think Omar or not Omar, Epps, Jesus. <laughs> now I'm thinking save the last Dance. Um, what is his name? Makai. Uh, Mackay Pfeiffer. Is it Makai Pfeiffer? That was a no? Yep. Makai yeah. Pfeiffer. His acting was fucking insane. And then it was Omar Epps and saved the little. No. Damn it. Now I'm mixing up my actors. Now I am sound like a fucking racist great. <laughs> <laughs> what is his name? Ugh. Save the Last Dance. Sean Patrick, well, Sean Thomas. Patrick Thomas.
0: There we go. Yes,
1: there we go. Well, well it's not as bad for you as this for <laughs> <You> me. <know? laughs> yes, yes. Mackay Pfeiffer and N-O. oh, amazing, amazing. The end part on the scene when he's on the porch and he's crying. The cops like fucking insane. Like, and and that's part? why
0: it, it to say it. Um, that's why they always uh, black Twitter always got on holly berry's win and denzel's win because they were saying why are these actors and actresses winning for you know being a drug addict or being a hoe or you know where they had tremendous success prior and this is the award that you're going to give them for Mm -hmm. for that movie you know um because of that reason i mean it's there's no lie with the Oscars when it comes to nominations sure. um, and there's no lie in the, in the wins, you can pull it up. It is all there. Now, best picture, I feel like most of the best pictures are are not good. They're boring to yeah. say the least. Mm-hmm. And then the nominees from the best picture were amazing.
1: Yes. Like, and I saw a comedian talking about that too. It was like, if you actually look at what America's are consuming, right versus what's winning it doesn't even make sense yeah it, it you know like look at was it jackass four number one top selling it wasn't nominated for anything and then like you pick these movies okay so like the movie that will smith won for right i know it's about uh <laughs> i think amy schumer actually made a pretty good joke like women are making so much for, for their advances serena and venus williams you know amazing athletes da 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 Luckily nominated for story of the year. It's about their dad. (laughs) And so it's like, you know, I get all that. It's like, yeah. And, but that's the thing. I haven't seen that movie. I I ain't gonna lie. I don't give a shit about tennis. It has nothing to do with anything that I'm interested in. And so, you know, I'm sure it's great. I'm sure Will Smith was absolutely amazing in it. Like he has been in so many other things. I just don't have a desire to hear the story about the dad of Serena and Venus Williams. The second they make a movie about maybe like the shit that Serena and Venus had to go through to get to where they got at, I'm all for it. And maybe that's part of it. All I know is they are very young children and I know Will Smith won an award for it. So it tells me it's more about, what's his name? King Richard or King, uh, King Williams. I, I saw it before. I don't, I don't know for sure. Again, that's not a, not a thing. I'm, I'm super tennis isn't one of my hobbies. So, um, but yeah, it just, I don't know. I'll always have a place in my heart for Jada, but I don't know where what crazy shit she's on. Um Well, but Jada, I'll say
0: to fill in, because uh, you know, Jada's from Baltimore. And a lot of people from Baltimore got, got always got a lot to say and got got something going on with 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 them. Uh, but she she was always a gangsta in her level when she was growing up. She was always with the dudes, and she always like the tomboyish. So, you know that that level of I'm going to say what I want and not really feel remorse is kind of the Baltimore kind of feel for her. Um, so I get
1: that in, but you at know, the same time, yeah. Let's not forget she came up with Pac. Like, yeah, and and Will Smith is jealous. Oh, jealous, was jealous. As hell. He jealous said it as hell. He
0: said he was jealous. I seen that. I seen that. Like, and and then here comes August. <laughs> Alcina,
1: which couldn't even speak a word of English, (laughs) Chat. wasn't that Jaden's friend? Like, you know, I I, I saw a thing one time that said, you know, when it's talking about open uh marriages, I I saw a thing, and again, this is not to knock on anyone's situation, okay? But I saw a thing that said, people that have open marriages, there's two reasons why, either one. They're both perfectly okay with who they are. And they're perfectly fine that you have two people that have met that don't like commitment. And so they want to have an open marriage. They can still do it. And guess what? There are people that have children and lives and lead that life and they're completely cool with it. And they're good. And it doesn't, the, the sex factor doesn't even affect their day to day. It's just an option on the table. Like, you know, crunchy peanut butter and smooth to them. It's nothing. It's like, yeah, we sleep with other people too. Cool. Whatever. The other side of that is uh, I saw a thing that said, like, when people try to do an open marriage, it's the last dying grasp of breath to a marriage that's already failing. Right. Like, it's the last thing that people think of to be like, we're so unhappy with each other. Instead of splitting up, let's sleep with other people and see if that brings us joy. And it almost never does. I personally know people that have tried this. And if you're listening, I promise you I'm not out you. (laughs) Love (laughs) y'all. And it, it, there's not one I know multiple people that have tried the open marriage thing and it still led ultimately to the same thing if Jada and Will are together in the next five years I will be shocked I'll be absolutely shocked like they would have to I, yeah and that's the thing you have to you either have to double down and be with her for the rest of your life and be what I consider to be like controlled manipulated owned like I've, I've seen the word cuck thrown around a lot with will right now and i mean if there's a woman that you want to be like under toe with i guess like, jada's top 10 i mean like i i don't know like you know remember jay-z caught a bunch of shit you know years ago when solange smacked the fuck out of him in that elevator. the elevator he like, street fighter him I'll yeah tell but you. but again like if i have to be under someone's toe and that toe's beyonce yes ma'am okay it's, yes ma'am yeah well now, Go ahead, go ahead, finish it, finish it. But I just don't come out cockstrong. Don't go bitch yeah. slap a man at the Oscars like you're proving a point. Okay, right. nobody thinks you're tougher for what you did. Okay, nobody thinks, damn, you don't fuck with the Smiths. No, no one thinks that. And like I said, Jaden's text afterwards: "This is what we do. You're about to get bitch slapped. And you don't even know it. You're too young to realize that you guys are fucking around in a realm." that you don't even understand beef up that security keep up where you are be glad you're on the stage you are and be glad that nobody's able to come up onto it because like i said you're already the comedian world is the one world you do not fuck with like them dudes are just better at talking than you they will eviscerate you and make you look stupid and, and there's that, a lot of comedians pissed off right now and i think
0: um, i think that's why chris kind of went the way he went i mean not saying that oh this is this is good writing material i think there's a lot going on he he's dealing with some uh health not health issues but mental health issues yes uh he has brought that up before he He also said that yeah yeah he also brought up that you know growing up um he had to fight every day he was bullied every day so it got Mm to the point where it was either anger or shut up and he lived that life. And I resonated with that because my health, uh, mental health episode, that's exactly what I said. I I fought every day, bullied every day. And that is really where I'm at. It's, it's, it's like a very easy fight or flight simulator. And with me, it's more of I'm collecting that information. I'm getting what you're getting. But my next step isn't going to fight you yet. I'm just going to let you know what's up. I will let you see physically that yo you touching a different ground. But I'm not going to react as quickly as I'm going to react because I know if I react now they're going to look it's it's me, it's my fault now. You know? Oh, oh, you you shouldn't have, you shouldn't have do that, right? Knowing the fact that X Y and Z, right? Boom. So that's where Chris, I'm assuming that's where Chris was at. He he probably got to that point where the mental health, yeah, that PTSD kind of thought, like it hit, it kind of brought him back to that moment where it's either anger or shut up. And he probably just took the shut up route just to keep his credibility. Because his brother even said, yo, uh, they ain't happy with me, B, like they ain't going to be me. So he's riled up. He's like, yo, next time I see Will, it's going to be me and him.
1: saw that. Uh, you know? Uh, I'm trying to remember his brother's name. I just saw it on TikTok. Tony Rock. Today. Tony Rock. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Tony Rock. Which I also um, did not realize that there are 10 Rock brothers. Yes. Ooh. Yes, and all nine of them going to go after Will. I'm telling Yeah, you I will say this. This is them. the smallest. I looked it up. <laughs> You picked the right rock brother to uh, <laughs> slap in the face, but man, I it's like I said, there's just so many levels. Like even with yeah. the whole
0: divorce and breakup thing, um, I I personally believe you know that Will and Jada did have a something weird, there. a common ground with their relationship. Um, I think they really do love each other, but I think sexually is probably where it kind of gets like unattracted um she i guess essentially said
1: will smith had a small dick yeah she she and you know and as a man it, I, i'm a man just, you're a man like you just don't what does that duty do like humanize fuck, dehumanize fuck. You, belittles you that's yeah. it now Th- that's thankfully it. my yeah thankfully my wife lies to me every goddamn week uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, thank you baby if you're listening to this thank you so much for lying give me some kind of ego but like god damn on that level on that level i mean that's what i'm saying Fuck. she's been saying a lot about will and my, but, mind, my mind was
0: shattered too i'd be done like, right but they have they have an empire to
1: raise they do and like,
0: that's that's the problem is this is this not like they've been married for four years and then now all this stuff happening so they have time to break up
1: or they can break up now and, and it doesn't really affect
0: it affects
1: yeah well, the I saw-
0: smiths effects
1: for sure they they affect multiple like and that's the thing i guess people don't realize is like okay so let's say will smith has to take a backseat to acting or whatever because cancel culture or jada or whatever or jaden or willow or whatever it does okay think about the jobs that are created that these people stem from right just like that movie we were talking about don't worry about will smith don't worry about the netflix producers that are not moving forward with that movie think about the kid fresh out of college that was like hyped as fuck to be the boomstick guy, right? Or the, 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 the writer that's finally trying to get his breakthrough. And he thinks he has a story that's going to hit Netflix and make him load it. Like these people generate jobs. And that's why I said, like it, when you get so rich, you get to a certain point where I don't care about you anymore and you don't care about us. There's a, a huge divide. He didn't even realize how many thousands of people he affected by doing that. Right. Uh, He has a company and I can't remember what the company's called, but they're the ones that did. uh, Was it Westbrook? It is. It's Westbrook. Yeah, yeah. And now Will Smith's agent says, I'm not doing anything else with Westbrook going forward. He goes, I'm sure our tenure will actually end here soon. He goes, in fact, I have projects in motion right now with uh, Westbrook that I think I'm going to go ahead and just cancel. And I get it like. (sighs) It was such a, a fucking stupid move. It was such a fucking toxic right. fucking move. It's, like, I am so over, like, okay, because you know me. I, you know, uh, was hyper male. We worked in the bar together, you know. Somebody's like, you want, you, you want to talk shit? Let's go. And I'm like, double down. Let's go. I'll meet you outside. I'll be outside before you get outside. Like, that was my mentality back then. And I look back on it, and I'm embarrassed by it. It's so easy to be masculine. It's so easy to want to fight. It's so easy to be badass. You know what's hard? Collecting yourself in an uncomfortable situation and collecting your thoughts enough to be able to formulate an argument that is correct. Right. That's hard.
0: That's, yes, absolutely. I'll I'll, I'll
1: headbutt a motherfucker all day. I'm ugly as shit. I don't care. I'll bust up these knuckles more. I will fight and I have just seen it. I got no problem throwing somebody over a table. I got no problem throwing fists with somebody. What's hard for me sometimes is being able to not do those things, collect yourself and sound intelligent. Like, yes, that's my new struggle. Now, when I get upset about things, just like we were talking about with the kids earlier, (laughs) it's like, I guess that was off, uh, off air, (laughs) but, um, when you have kids, sometimes you find yourself getting upset with your children. Okay. And then you find yourself yelling at your children, right? You have, you have to ask yourself why, why are you yelling at a two-year-old or a three-year-old or a four-year-old? You're an adult, but it's emotions. It, when you are able and capable to rein in your emotions and realize, especially like, you know, for somebody like Will Smith, what is six, three, six three, two thirty, two forty, Like he's a big dude. Yeah, you can always go physically assault somebody if you want to. Having the restraint to not do that, use your words. Be impactful. That's impressive. Physically slapping somebody is not cool. There's nothing. It's it's not much. Nothing about that made me think you were a man. Nothing about that made me be like, damn, that's the man. Which, that's how he walked back, right? When he fixed his little suit, he had a little half-cocked smile. Like, I showed that bitch. No, you look like a bitch. And, and and
0: right, like I completely agree with you i haven't really i don't know I haven't really gotten into altercation in so long um I have my arguments, but I haven't had an- altercation because i I know the level I can get to um I've seen you a little heated before oh, and, yeah uh, and and that's the thing it's like you know, my wife even said i i never met master Cho. Right. And she said it in front of, uh, you know, one of my best friends that grew up with me back in middle school and seen it every day, him and I laughed our asses off at her Hmm. because she didn't, she hasn't seen that side of me. You very, I think I've seen it twice and that's and and Chris that was only a pour that was one shot oh yeah yeah that it was, was very, one very shot small very very because, small because back then that was that was it it was either we fight until we see blood mm-hmm. or we never talk to each other again yeah and that's how it was back then that's what it was back then now you you can't do that you know
1: jail all the way but Isn't that you know, crazy think about the fights that we had up at that bar yeah oh my god you remember the new year's day thing? i got maced yeah got my my dome split <laughs> i mean like, I, yeah I, I threw a guy through a thing i don't know what it was it was like a window-ish kind of thing <laughs> that that was wild like right and I, right. it's funny now because i'm getting older and like i look at all the, like the scars i got like by my ears and my hands and everything else and it's just like uh, what made us think that that like again, for anybody that's younger, like if you're in your twenties, just realize that like when you think you're badass and you want to fight and all this shit, guess what? That all catches up to you later. It all hurts. It all hurts. Don't. And the consequences for, sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, just find a way to make somebody look stupid. Okay. That still might lead you to an altercation, but I promise you right now, if I'm behind the bar or if I'm even just at a bar and somebody's like, you look like you suck dick, blah, 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 blah and I get up and punch him, that doesn't prove anything. If I look at nope. the person, I'm like, oh, are you secretly afraid? Dicks are delicious. And so you're jealous of me. You just won. You just won. Okay. Right. You get to put somebody in that place and kudos to Chris rock again for being the professional that he was like, did you hear that little, little tidbit he did after that happened? He goes, I could fuck it. And like, you could see there's somebody yes. in his ear from the back room. That was like, stay on task, stay focused, move on. It happened. Go. But in his head, he's like, I could fucking yeah. eviscerate he, these two He, he, right he now. said, I could I could have said more. Yeah. Yeah. Is what he said. He could have destroyed phrasing, but he, the Smiths. Oh, yeah. That man's a professional. I, I can think of jokes to make them sound bad. right. He could have nailed
0: them. I sat there. I was like, man, let that be me. I would have been like, no wonder there's an entanglement because you can't hit shit. They're oh, like- shit. <laughs> <laughs> you know? <laughs> Throw her back at her oh, What are you going to do? Shit. Come back up?
1: Come oh, back up. Yeah. Out? Come back up again. around too. Yeah. You get like, hit yeah, like hit a bitch again. the first time, I guess. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Hit me again and see how quickly they will Vanessa Williams you. Oh, no. Even better. If after the first hit, he says something like that, right? He goes, Hey, if that's how hard you hit Jada, no wonder she's fucking somebody else. Right. And then it, it, then say the same thing. Oh, come up and hit me again. It's fine. If every time I gotta make a hit on you, you come up and slap me. If you hit like the bitch you are, I got about 10 more loaded. Come back up. Oh my god, he could have murdered Will Smith. Yeah. He, he chose not to. And he chose not to. Impressive. It, highly it's very impressive. impressive. And and to
0: be honest, there's I there's no size I can pick um because there's an incident that shouldn't happen happened to begin yeah. with. And it I don't, is. I don't think, I don't think there should be any size to go with, but uh I would I would take the, the words out of Diddy's mouth and say uh, Chris had a strong jaw.
1: <laughs> he did, and just like the family barbecue, we're gonna work this out. We're gonna work this out with love.
0: <laughs> we're work this out with love. Oh. So, all right, we, uh, we are we, we're closing it off. Um, man, I I don't know what to say to the listeners for anything positive. You know uh, what?
1: Here, here's what I'll say is even if in the moment you think that you're losing something, okay. Whether that be the argument, whether that thing that you might think that you're losing your integrity, whether you think that you're losing your masculinity, whatever, if you have the ability to slow time down. Okay. And I think for some viewers or listeners, they'll understand what I'm saying. Because when, you know, between everything I've done, all the things I've been involved in, you hear the same story from people when they get mad. Oh, I see red. Oh, I, I, I see red. And I'm just, then I come out, they, they quote unquote black out during anger. Okay. Uh, I get that. I've been there. I've, I've very much experienced that when I was younger, uh, you get so pissed off, but all of a sudden you go into a thing by the time you actually calm down and think about it. Um, you don't even know what you've done. And I can tell you right now that, That also is a weakness. Um, So if you can find the power in you to stop for a second, think about what you're saying or doing and be able to walk away, move yourself away from violence. Okay. The world's got enough. We talk about this every episode, the world has so much fucking hate in it and bad and not good. Find a way to be that positive influence. Okay. Even if it comes at the cost of your ego, And trust me, I am one to not give up much ego. If you can take something negative and turn it positive, that is a superpower in and of itself. It's highly impressive. If you have that ability or you can work towards that ability, even if somebody is shitting right down your throat, just about you or your wife or something else, and you can still tell them, you know, I hope you have a great day. You are a thousand times stronger than the person that's doing all the negative shit. Negative is easy. Anybody can be negative. We could do it all day, all day. Being positive. That's a fucking superpower. Find a way to do that. And you're gonna be okay.
0: I like that. That's mine my for the day. <laughs> it, mine, mine's the same. Um, but to add on, if you, if you are discovering something that requires you to be outside your character, Take a moment and ask yourself, who are you impressing and why? That sounds like an hour-long discussion, but in reality, at that moment, when you're in the middle of either beating the shit out of that person or just telling them to get the fuck out of my store, that conversation is two seconds in your mind. Who are you impressing and why? And that answer should be you. You are impressing yourself. To punch that person in the face to cause harm because you're in anger of what happened to you previously that is involving that person doesn't solve anything but a jail time. Doesn't solve anything but a loss of your job. Doesn't solve anything but a divorce. Or doesn't solve anything but a disownment. But you can stand in front of that person with your chest up and your shoulders high and close to that motherfucker's face to where you can lick his nose and say, get the fuck out of my store. That's power. And that's what I will say. Find the positivity in that negativity, and sabotage that motherfucker.
1: <laughs> you, had to, you had to go... You had to go... You had to go... You had, to go, you had to go seven. Oy, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sabotage yep. that motherfucker. We're going fucking macho, man. Yeah. Ooh, boom. saw <laughs> <soul> is ready. <laughs> no, you're absolutely right, though. Um, You know, we, we, we've we all had those people in our life that get us to that place. You're a stronger person if you don't let people dictate how you react. If you're strong enough to dictate your own reactions and you don't react to how people react to you, you're the strongest person in the room. So, yeah, that's all, that's all we got to say about that. So. Again, kudos to Chris Rock. Um, ever a professional. I hope we'll get the shit together. Um, I really do. I don't. I don't think Jade is a good thing for him. Um, or maybe he's he's so involved in because I I sometimes feel this way with my wife. Like there's things that we might say or do at the time that maybe afterwards I'm like Sigh. I don't know if I completely agree with that, but I'm so entwined into just believing what she says or does sometimes i'm like okay cool and then when i take some time to step back and think about it like it's not oh geez uh, caught me right there uh it's not exactly (laughs) how i feel and so i hope that will takes this chance to look at this and really say like oh shit this is what one you know one person's rolling eye, like i don't think jada looked at him and was like go smack his bitch ass like she literally just looked a little upset he initially laughed and in his head was like oh i better go do this to defend her honor like for your head to go to that space that quick that's there's something wrong there so right i i hope i hope they they work it out because i've always thought that jada was one of the most beautiful women on this earth i thought she was amazing She's had some really, really amazing speeches and talks with people. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't think that anybody involved in this situation is a bad person. I think no. some bad decisions were made and I hope all three of them come out. I did see that Chris Rock's concerts are literally selling out, selling out. So good for him, more money. I mean, this is getting him positive things i really do hope will gets back on track because i think he's an amazing actor i think he has so much more to bring to the table i think he's got easily another 20 or 30 years of amazing acting in yeah amazing movies and the same with jada i'd love to see her come out she's got bad bitch mentality bring that shit to the screen right bring bring that energy to the screen so i i wish the best for all, all of them uh Real quick shout out. Speaking of sold out arenas, uh, I was just looking on my Instagram earlier, and our friend from the podcast Wyatt Lutz is at a sold out arena tonight. Hey, shout That's out Wyatt! Wyatt. Speaking it. of, as we mentioned earlier in the podcast, there's a little somebody somebody that you know shared our Reese podcast. That was our our good friend Wyatt. Um. So yeah, awesome. He's doing fucking awesome, and. Honestly, I semi-wanted to talk to him about this. Like, hey, as a comedian, how do you feel now? And you might get bitch slapped some joke you made. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that honestly could be another episode. Like yeah. how, how are, especially comedians right now, you're already on the hot seat for, you know, uh, the, the Al Franken shit, the, the uh, what's his name? Louis C.K. shit, comedians. You know, we talked yeah. about Wyatt with this. They are in a hot spot of being like, you thought this was funny 10 years ago. Now it's offensive. Now you're canceled. Right. Now you got to deal with the idea that somebody might come up and slap you in the fucking face. Like, and, and you know what?
0: Uh, I, I've seen um, a handful of, of comedians who have, you know, vocalized through social media Tom and they growth. all said yep. this was the fear that a lot of comedians
1: never wanted to face because hecklers, now it's real yeah. hecklers yeah but now yep. it happened but well, will did it i can do it when you're yeah. intoxicated or high or under the influence again that's what i was talking about like celebrities don't understand their influence right somebody that's norm that normally is like a heckler or whatever at a bar that you know is drinking all the time or doing drugs or whatever all they know in their mind and it's all in the news everywhere is like oh if a joke offends me or my wife my friend i can slap that motherfucker in the face right that's dangerous okay because now comedians are gonna do the opposite they're gonna bring tasers they're gonna bring pepper spray hell some of them might bring a gun right and guess what if you're a rock star and a guy comes up on stage usually you know security comes in grabs him gets him out it's not always the case some fans make it to the artist yeah People that are performers and celebrities start feeling like the second they say something might offend someone and people may come on stage. For one, if you think you're going to go through your entire life without being offended by something, I can't even explain that arrogance. I'm the most arrogant fucking person I know. So (laughs) you're going to get offended. Okay, get the fuck over it. Deal with it. If you don't like something, move on. Change the channel, change whatever. Do whatever you gotta do. You're going to get offended. Get the fuck over it. There are offensive people in this life Be stronger about it. Do not ever think in your life that it is okay to physically attack somebody for offending you. Don't think you can grab their phone. Don't think you can touch their shit. Don't think you can shove them out the way. Don't touch people. Okay. Because the second you touch people, you don't know what the fuck somebody else knows or has been through. Like, I can't imagine what would happen if somebody shoved my wife or my child or me or me. I'm cool. If you shove me, that's fine. I have been shoved enough times. I can keep my cool long enough to remove myself from a situation. If right. touch My wife or children. I don't know the person that is, that comes after that. You know what I'm saying? So just be mindful, please. People just fucking be mindful. Don't touch people. You're going to get offended. Okay. Get offended. Dislike it. Start a podcast and bitch about it. That's what we do. <laughs> that's what we do that's what we do
0: so chris tell everybody where they can find you
1: oh i am slowly growing my digital presence uh c t g m a r 10 if you're on facebook you can try to look up chris martin you're gonna get a bunch of cold place shit but try chris martin Lima, ohio you might have a better shot but if you're on instagram uh where else am i on now twitch i'm working on my twitch stuff and i finally had my first post on tiktok today hey it was just sharing your video of the podcast but it was my (laughs) first (laughs) (laughs) it's a start it's a start it's a start now the second i (laughs) so my nephew and my daughter are slowly starting to teach me some inner workings of tiktok so there might be some tiktoks coming out here soon but it'll all be under the same thing like I said, Facebook's been around since 2006. I ain't trying to mess with that one too much. But C-T-G-M-A-R-10, you'll find everything you're looking for. If you're looking for me, Chris Martin, Lime, Ohio. I'm sure you can Google it. I bet my DUI is on there somewhere. Say hi. <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, DJ
0: Sabotage, DJ S-A-B-O-T-A-J, I know it sounds like fabulous, but you can find me on all the socials.
1: <laughs> S-A-B-O. I, I hadn't thought about that. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's
0: good. I'm glad there's a similarity oh, shit.
1: there. Yeah, once you, you said it, I was like, oh shit, he is doing...
0: <laughs> S-A-B-O-T-A-J. Oh. All right, I'm back.
1: I'm good. (laughs) You can find me
0: on all the socials under the same marquee. You can also find me on Twitch. Uh, I'm on Sundays now, but eventually I get back on Saturdays or Fridays or whatever. But you can find me on Sundays at the Sabo Cafe, uh, S-A-B-O-T-A-J on Twitch. Come in, say hi. But there we are. We have so many... Uh, People for our artist spotlight coming up. It's almost ridiculous. And there's more to come. Uh,
1: So our sign outs. Don't forget the sign outs. The sign outs. (laughs) Yeah, the sign outs.
0: Oh, yeah, well, before we do that, well, make sure you uh, review the, our, our podcast and rate the podcast. Let us know how you feel uh, with the stars on, I think, Apple, Apple does it, Spotify does it. If there's any uh, comments, let us know. We would love to hear from you. And as always, later
1: days. Wait, wait, <laughs> you missed it. You missed it again. What'd you, wait, what'd you do? What'd you do? We, we didn't have our positive outs. Yeah, we did. That was a positive. No, no, no. No, your thing is sabotage of the day. Oh, well, I yeah. My thing is stealing Reese's shit. Live the life. <laughs> love okay, love let's live. Live. Go ahead, Chris. Tell about
0: some positive. We need a positive today. We need some positivity.
1: Here we go. In the immortal words of Reese. <laughs> live the life you love and love the life you live. Tosh. In a world. <laughs> Autobots, Autobots, roll out! In a world where two men, all right, we gotta have to a do podcast this thing, doing this goddamn podcast. We got a <laughs> sober podcast.
0: I'm not drinking at all. Let you know. Oh it's shit! It's just me then. <laughs> it is just pure, pure sabotage. <laughs> <laughs> Autobots, fall oh, back. Bone
1: all is ready. Let's roll out. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. Dude, oh. I, gotta I gotta piss so bad. <laughs> I'm oh. loving this mic right now. I swear to God, I'm gonna use this this... every single time. I'm oh. so happy that I bought these fucking microphones. They are the my shit. God.
0: I mean, oh. ever
1: since in the beginning, in the beginning.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh my god, damn you. <laughs>
0: I in the not In the beginning. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh. When you oh. find negativity, you guys, make sure you sabotage oh. the negativity and bring Please
1: positive edit, into your edit life. Edit all this shit. I,
0: I'm going to keep that part <laughs> in, man. That is
1: hilarious.
0: Oh, my God. In the beginning. <laughs> in the beginning. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, to God. you by THC.
1: Oh. I'm kidding. Oh, shit. I wish. Oh thank you. Thank you, oh. Cabot Pinot Grigio, for my comments this <laughs> Oh shit. All right, oh my I gotta God. go. I gotta be yep. so
0: bad. All right. Later days, you guys. Love you, bud. Same, same. Later days, you guys.